Hey, what is up, you guys? Gone and Boy here. So, it's a new year. I know it's been a new year for a couple months now, but, like, I'm definitely in a different vibe these days. And for me, it's been really important to be my authentic self. And that's something I've definitely always, like, I guess I've kind of, like, struggled with. And um, I really want this podcast to be a place where I can be vulnerable and I can, you know, just open up and be myself and be honest and really kind of, I guess, expose myself (laughs) because I've always been a very private person. I've always been someone who's like very um, introverted in, in a lot of ways, but then it's weird because at the same time, I would be like super outgoing and the, the kind of guy that would go up to anybody and talk to anybody and be able to strike up a conversation. Like, when I was in school, I was definitely, like, kind of a... I don't want to say... I wasn't a class clown, but I was just very, like... Uh, like, I would say anything. Like, I really do not care. Like, I just did really crazy things for attention and to get reactions from people. I don't know what you call that. I guess a shock jock. I think that's the best way I I would describe myself. Not a class clown. Like, I feel like the class clowns are the kids that are always, like, you know, cracking jokes and trying to make everybody laugh and, you know, rag on somebody for whatever reason. I wasn't that guy. I I would, like, always just act... I I would act crazy sometimes and, like, say very random things just to kind of get a reaction from people. You know what I'm saying? Because I would be really bored. And I'm like, why are we talking about this? Let me just do something crazy just to, you know, see what people say about this. And I was always that kind of character. And then I kind of got into this vibe of, like, being super, um, I don't know. I think what it was is, like, after high school... I, I wanted to be taken more seriously and I wanted people to look at me like in a different sort of way and I try to be more serious and I try to be like the opposite of what I was like when I was in school and I kind of became like this little bit like of a I don't want to use the word stuck up but like that, that's the best way I could describe it because I, I, I've never been a mean person I've never been like someone who's like rude to people um, I, I try to really be nice to people I don't like making people feel bad about themselves like I really am a nice person but I just was very like distant and cold and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing you know what I'm saying I feel like if you choose to be distant and you choose to be cold then that's you. That just means that this person doesn't want to be bothered. This person wants to stay to themselves. And I think that's a totally personal thing. I understand that that can make other people feel uncomfortable, especially if you're working around people. However, I don't think that makes you a bad person. I don't think it makes you a mean person even. I think it just makes you someone who's antisocial and someone who wants to you know, stay to themselves. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And that's kind of the vibe that I was in for a while. I had gone through so many different situations where I would try to open up to people and I would try to be myself around people and I always found myself being betrayed. And the hardest thing for me was really finding, and I'm thinking mainly about work situations, it was very difficult for me to find a balance between 
you know, being like the cool guy that everybody likes and can crack jokes and can have a good time. And then having the other side of myself, which is someone who is kind of serious sometimes and who just like wants to focus and do their work. And people would take that as like bipolar. People would take that as, oh, so-and-so's in a bad mood. If one day I go into work and I'm very talkative, I'm very social, and then maybe the next day I'm not being mean, I'm not being rude, I'm not even ignoring you, but I'm not as you know jovial as I was yesterday. I'm not as talkative as I was yesterday. And it's like people expect me to be consistently the same type of way every single day that they see me. And that's not possible. I know some people are like that. I know some people have a certain type of personality where it's like they're always on and for me like if I was on reality TV or if I was you know doing some sort of a movie or something like that like where I'm expected to be a certain type of character 24 7 well then that's a different story but if I'm working and if I'm just you know being myself at a job or whatever the case is and I don't think it should be an expectation for me to always be on that's why I was not successful as a waiter because I'm not somebody that can be fake and can be phony and can be like consistently fake and phony to all the customers you know that I'm serving for tips like I can't do that like if I don't like the, the people that you know I, I got as a table then I'm not going to be able to be fake and you know fake it for a tip like I have too much integrity I don't even think it's integrity I think it's dignity I just I, I can't do it like I can't be like a slave like slave mentality you know where it's like I'm you know like oh yes I'll be so kind and nice and even though you're being a complete asshole like I'm still gonna just take it just so I can get a five dollar tip like that's just that's not me like that's just so not my vibe you know what I'm saying so like I never lasted long um as a waiter but it's funny because it's one of those jobs that I would kind of go back to often when I say often I mean like every couple of years I might you know become a waiter because I don't think I've ever kept a job longer than a year I just don't do well working places for very long periods of time that's why I currently have my own business where I'm a tarot card reader and I offer spiritual services and it's different when you're passionate about doing what you love to do like I know that this is my purpose I know that this is what I was meant to do but when you're working with other people people that you're forced to be around people that you would not have any interaction with if you were not working you know what I'm saying and you're forced in this environment with very toxic energies not only the people are you working with but also the people that you have to interact with every single day. Also, all of the customers and people that are entering, you know, the place of business. It's something I cannot do. I'm very sensitive when it comes to energy. And oftentimes, my way of dealing with other people is by not dealing with them. I will just not speak to them. I will not talk to them because I, I can't, you know, and if I do, it's very robotic. It's very um, stoic. It's not really like a, you know, a genuine interaction. And that's the way that I tend to deal with people because it's like, I, I can't deal with toxicity. I can't be around people that have like super 
horrible, you know, vibes. If you're coming to me and you're trying to get spiritual work, that is a completely different situation. I'm here to help you. I'm here to, you know, give you counseling. It's it's completely different. When I'm talking, because you're you're coming to me for help. You're coming to me because you see the fact that you you need guidance and you want someone to help you. And for that reason, you know, I applaud you. I'm proud of you. I would. There's nothing more that I would love than to give you that counseling. Um, it's weird. Like this does kind of contradict what I just said. But a lot of times I am attracted to people that are like broken energies. Like I am, like I'm not, I've never been friends with like the super happy, bubbly, you know, nice kid, like super all American, like, you know, football, perfect life. I've never been like, I have been friends with those types of energies and, you know, it's cool, but I tend to find those people kind of like boring and just not very interesting and I I, I can get annoyed sometimes by people that are too overly friendly like all the time and they act completely perfect and it's like I think it's cool like I think it's great that you're like that I think it's great that you're happy you have great energy I'd rather be around that kind of person than someone who's extremely toxic and just problematic all the time but like you know for me I tend to kind of get something more in the middle ground where it's like you know, a diamond in the rough type of energy, someone that I can help, someone that I can give emotional support to, you know, I definitely am afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm, I'm attracted to um, more of the darker kind of energies, and that can be really bad, because, you know, sometimes people like that, they're not good people, you know, I think a lot of times, I, I, I believe you can have a dark energy, and you can still be a good person, you've just been through some shit in your life you just had some really negative experiences you just have some healing that you need to go through and i like to be able to heal people i've been i've been through a lot of things myself but what i'm not going to do is i'm not going to tolerate you know disrespect i'm not going to tolerate someone who is a liar i'm not going to tolerate someone who is um you know unloyal and someone who is you know, just trying to purposely create problems in my life. I think the worst thing that you can do as an individual is be someone who is envious and be someone who is jealous. Those are the worst qualities in a person, and that is the root of all evil. I'm a strong believer in that. You know, people that are jealous and envious of other people, I do not respect that. And if I see that in anybody, you're quick to be cut off. It's one thing to admire things that somebody else has somebody else has it's one thing to say oh man you know i wish i would have you know gotten the job i wish i would have you know gotten the, the the part of the main character but to hate somebody and to want to destroy somebody because you are jealous of them people like that need to be exterminated off of this world and they need to just be like put in a completely different dimension where they can be around energies like that because i think that is disgusting and I don't have any sympathy for people that want to hate on people and that want to destroy people and that want to give people an evil eye because they are successful. You know, there are lots of celebrities and people that I don't necessarily understand why they're so famous. I don't understand why, you know, they were put in this movie, but I don't hate them. I'm not jealous of them. I'm just like, I don't really get it. Like, I don't understand why 
this person is being so hyped up, but it's not my place to, you know, wish them unsuccess, if that's even a word. It's not my place to wish that they, you know, are not going to have a good life and they're not going to be able to continue doing what it is that they want to do. I just sometimes don't understand, or it's like, I just won't be a fan of this particular person, but it's like, I'm not going to hate you and dislike you and be jealous of you just because I don't necessarily maybe agree that you should be in that position. You know, jealousy is when you actively want someone to fail in life and you want people to, you know, not do well. And it's very unfortunate that people are like this. And all I have to say to people like that is whatever energies you put out, you get right back. You know what I'm saying? If you hate other people, for being successful, if you hate other people for being attractive, you hate other people for being ambitious, you hate other people for having a good life, you hate other people for having parents that love them, you hate other people for having a loving relationship, you hate other people for being popular, uh, having a good job, having you know nice clothes, whatever it is, you are only blocking your own blessings. You are only making it so that you are not going to be able to be successful. You are not going to be able to have love in your life and be surrounded by people that actually care about you because you're so busy on hating on individuals that have the things that you want. And that's not how you attract it in your life. It only blocks it out for you. You're not even affecting the people around you. The only thing you're doing is you're pushing them away. That's all you're doing. When people hate on you and people, you know, they want to throw you the evil eye and they want to wish horrible things to happen to you, you're only pushing me away from you. It's like I realize that you're not a good energy. I realize that there's something very wrong with you and I'm only going to cut you out of my life and you're going to be attracting people like you. So now you're going to be attracting people that are jealous of you and people that want you to fail in life because that's the energy that you put out. And I believe that what you put out is what you get back. I think if you're nasty and you're mean to people, then you're going to attract friends that don't really care about you. You're going to attract friends that are mean and nasty to you, always criticizing you. So the best way to live your life is to live it in a way where you're not living in fear, you're not focused on the peasants and on the losers and on the people that have very low life mentalities. Because someone that is rich and successful and abundant, they don't spend their time hating on other people that you know have great things. They spend their time creating it. And people that hate on other people they only block themselves and they only hurt themselves. You think you're hurting me, but you're only hurting yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's something um, that I've definitely learned and it's something that I've experienced in just the past few months. You know, people trying to throw me the evil eye and not liking me for being myself and not liking me for being someone who is spiritually blessed. Even though I've gone through so many things in my life, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm still going through it right now and I'm not where I want to be, I still keep pushing. I still keep trying because I understand that life is a video game. I understand that life is a movie. And I understand that the best way to get through it is to keep your conscious light. 
you know what I'm saying? Don't be hating people. Even the people that have hated me and that have tried to destroy me, I forgive them. Because when I walk in an energy of like being angry at these people and wishing all these awful things to happen to them, it only makes me in this energy of feeling stressed out, you know, feeling hateful and feeling like I can't move on from the past. So for me, I make a decision to block out you know, all negative things. I make a decision to forgive those that have tried to hurt me. And that's it. I focus on the things I do want in my life. And that's the best, that's the only thing you can really do. That's the best thing you can do is just let go and keep on pushing forward into the life that you want to live. Let me see what time it is. Oh, damn, we're at, we're at 16 minutes. So this is, I mean, that's not so bad. This is going to be um, a longer podcast. Like I said, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, I feel like that was something I really wanted to get off of my chest because I did have a situation that happened. I don't want to talk about it now. Um, I want to wait until a little while because it was a, it was a lot of energies around surrounding the situation. And, you know, I don't, I don't like to really dig up things that other people have tried to do towards me. The only thing that's important is I'm safe, I'm protected, nothing that they've done has been successful. Everything that they try to do to me has only happened to them and it's only pushed me closer to my goals. So that's the only thing that matters. And that's why I say stay in a higher mindset because I promise you, you will be victorious. I promise you that you will be successful. That's it. Now, um, what I, I, what I do want to kind of go into, and I do want to kind of touch on something that I've been really feeling like I need to kind of open up about is, I guess, my sexuality. And it's weird that I'm talking about this because I've never been somebody who really likes to talk about sex. Ultimately, I feel like that's what sex, that's what sexuality is. It's not, it's not even I feel that's, that's what it is. You know, um, there are words I'm so, there, there are phrases I'm very programmed, um, to say, like I feel and I think, but it just is, you know, sexuality is a certain thing. It's basically what you are sexually attracted to. And I understand that, you know, it's something that a lot of people struggle with sometimes, especially if it isn't what society considers to be normal or common but for me i never understood why it was such a big deal i never understood why it was something that people have to be like you know i'm coming out the closet you know i'm 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 gonna admit the fact that you know i'm this i'm that i never understood why it was such a big deal like i feel like who you decide to have sex with is your business so long as it's legal and so long as you know the person is consenting then i don't really think that's anybody's business i think that's between you and the person that you're sleeping with you know and if you have a partner and you're sleeping with other people then i feel like they should know that you're with other people but um if you're not in a relationship with these individuals i don't think it matters what your sexual orientation is and you know, for me growing up when I was in high school, people always wanted to, you know, um, try to assume my sexuality. A lot of people 
assumed I was bisexual, which is so random. It's like, that's, like, I know about calling people gay, but you're like, oh, you're bisexual. Like, I'm like, what? Like, that's such a random thing to say to, say to somebody. But, um, excuse me, growing up, my sexuality has always been a topic of discussion. It's always been something that people would speculate and try to tell me, oh, you're gay, you're bisexual, you know, what are you, yada, 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 yada. And I never understood why people cared because I never cared about other people's sexuality. Even if I saw a guy who might have been very, you know, feminine in the way he carried himself, or if I saw a girl that might have been kind of masculine in the way that she carried herself, I would never, like, say, oh, he's gay or, oh, she's, you know, gay or whatever the case is. I just, I never cared. It's not, my, it's not any of my business and it does not matter to me. You know, this does not change my perception of the person. You know, for me growing up, um, I never, I never labeled myself as a sexual orientation. Um, I would see guys and I would be able to look at them and clearly see that they're physically attractive. I would see girls and I would be able to look at them and see that they're very clearly physically attractive. I never called myself bisexual. I never called myself straight. I never called myself gay. I think when I was younger, I would just tell people that I was straight because I was sexually attracted to girls for the most part. Um, I never was like ever sexually attracted to a guy. Like I never met a guy that I wanted to have sex with or that I wanted to date, but I could look at a, a guy and see like, oh yeah, he's an attractive you know, guy. But like it never went past that. But I just never really put a lot of thought into it, you know? And then after high school, I would say that's probably when I started to experiment with other guys. And again, it wasn't a big deal. It was like a very casual thing. Um, I experimented with the guy that I worked with. And I, you know, I called him up and um, we were just talking. And then, um, you know we were just like, oh, we should hook up, and I mean, <laughs> it was a very, it wasn't, um, it wasn't, I don't want to be graphic, but we did not go all the way, you know what I'm saying, there was no, like, real intercourse that was going on, it was just foreplay, and, you know, hitting the bases along the way before getting to the home run, you know what I'm saying, so, um, it was, you know, it was casual, it was cool, it wasn't, you know, really a, a big deal afterwards, um, it, it was a little bit weird, because like I said, this was someone that, that I worked with, and the guy ended up getting fired, um, so like, I felt like it would be a cool situation, because we were friends, and, you know, I, I didn't know the guy, he was cool, like I've hung out with him before, and whatnot, and there was obviously a mutual attraction between the both of us, and, um, yeah, you know, we hooked up, and it was cool, it was just after the fact, I was really weird about it, because I had happened to, um, to get, like, sick, and I don't ever get sick, I don't ever, you know, um, I don't ever get sick, like, I don't ever get sick, knock on wood, um, <laughs> I have to knock on my wooden floor, because I am superficial, you know, tarot reader, but I don't, I don't get sick, and I, I didn't get, like, super sick, but I did, you know, have, like, maybe a cold or a sore throat or, or something like that, and like I said, we did not have intercourse, but 
we, we did other things, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be graphic about it. Um, <laughs> maybe in the future or after a few drinks, but like, I don't, you know, I want to just keep this pretty PG-13 for now. But, um, you know, we, yeah, I mean, we, we did, you know, experiment and, and mess around and whatnot. And I just remember like the next day or a couple of days later, like feeling sick and I freaked out and I thought that I had an STD and um, I was really, really scared about it. You know, like I contacted the guy, I was like, you know, do you have any STD? Well, I was trying to contact him for like a minute. I don't remember, I think I, I, think I actually spoke to a friend about it first. I don't think I instantly called him. This happened like when I was like 18, 19 years old, so I don't remember all the details. It was a couple years after I graduated. I graduated at 16. Um, but it was like, uh, I, I just remember my close friend at the time, I was freaking out. I told him I thought I had an STD. I was like, oh my God, I hooked up with this person. Like, holy shit, like, oh my God. Like, literally so freaking scared. And I wasn't even that sick, but I just attributed it to, I just hooked up with this guy like holy fuck now I, I probably have something and um you know I was of course online I was like researching symptoms which never helps and I was just like really really freaked out about the entire situation and I ended up basically um going to this guy's house like I went to his apartment because I kept trying to call him and I kept trying to text him and I don't, I guess we were kind of avoiding each other because maybe after the fact it was a little bit awkward. Um, he told me that he did hook up with guys before, but I think, I think the first text I might have texted him was like, because I don't know, like the whole thing was awkward. Like I even remember like when before, like we were going to mess around because we had already decided, because we were talking on the phone and I was high, I was high, he was high, you know, both stoners. I go over to his place, and he's like, oh, you want to hang out? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I go over his place, and, like, the way he set it up, it, it looked like something that somebody would set up for some for having the intention of hooking up, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had, like, a lamp on, and it was, like, a colorful lamp. The lights were dim. I could smell, like, the breeze, and... That, you know, I can feel energies. This was before I was a tarot reader, but like it was very obvious that like the it, it it was like a very like high school, you know, college vibe. Like I'm gonna you know Netflix and chill with somebody. Let me make it like a nice you know sort of vibe, and um, that's just what the energies were. You know, so I, I go there. We're like talking, and you know we kind of get into like oh have you ever messed around with another guy before and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, like I have. And then I literally asked him, I was like, oh, well, you know, did you get tested? <laughs> and I remember him like being a little bit offended. He's like, yes, like I got, I, I'm tested, I'm clean, you know, all this, you know. And um, then after that, we kind of like started to mess around and, you know, whatnot. And I think I texted him because I was so fucking scared. Like, I really thought I had something. And I think I texted him, like, oh, like, you know, are you sure that you're clean? Are you sure you don't have anything? And I think he, uh, 
he just didn't respond to that because he was probably offended that I just texted him that, especially after the fact that, you know, we just hooked up. We're both, like, you know, pretty young. I was, like I said, I was, like, 18 at the time. I think he was a little bit older than me. I think he was, like, maybe 20, 21. And that is offensive. Like, you know, you hook up with somebody. It's supposed to be a cool vibe. And the only thing I'm asking is, like, are you sure you don't have any STDs? You know, because I really thought this guy, like, fucking gave me something. And, um, I ended up going to his house, like, after, and I wasn't even sick anymore, but, like, I just remembered the fact that I got sick, and I, I remember going to the doctor, and, um, the doctor looked at me like I was fucking crazy, like, I was like, um, so, can you please test me, like, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I hooked up with somebody, and, um, I'm really afraid that I had an STD. And the doctor's like, honestly, you're not showing any symptoms for someone that way. And I thought that was a little bit weird because, like, if someone you, – sometimes you don't always get symptoms. Like, I think he just kind of attributed it to my age, and he looked at me like, oh, well, you're only 18, you're very young, and you look fine. But, like, you, you don't know that. Like, you never know. So I don't like the fact that he did not give me an STD test. I went to the emergency room, and – I think he said, for, well, you know what, in his defense, I think for that you would have had to have gone to maybe another lab or something like that, but I don't know. The point is, is he was, like, trying to make me feel like I was crazy. Like, he was like, you don't have, you're not showing any symptoms or someone that has an SGD and yada, 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 and it's like, but you don't know that. Like, sometimes you don't show symptoms, you know what I'm saying? Long story short, I ended up waiting, like, um, and I, and this is very irresponsible of me, but I had done enough research to know that for certain, um, for certain, uh, STDs, it takes a while for them to, for antibodies or for the virus to basically show up. So I waited, like, a little bit over a month to be sure that you know, it would show up in my system, and then I went and I got tested, and, you know, thank God that I got tested negative for everything, you know, they did an entire test over my whole body, they tested for herpes, chlamydia, HIV, every single thing, and I tested negative, you know, my, my test came back clear, and I was like, oh, thank God, so, but I remember freaking the fuck out, like, before that, I went to this guy's house, I went to his apartment, and I remember, because, like, his mom was always working and he was usually at his place alone and I went there and I thought and I went there with my friend and I pounded on his door because he wasn't answering my calls he wasn't answering my texts and I thought the worst I'm like oh my god he probably fucking gave me something and now he's like avoiding me you know what I'm saying because like he knows that like he you know was unclean and I was like do you fucking have an STD like 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 I like it was crazy you know what I'm saying I'm like I'm sick and this isn't right and I wasn't even that sick, but it was all in my head because I never hooked up with a guy before. And there's such a stigma behind if you have sex with a guy, you know, there's a very good chance that you can um, contract, you know, certain STDs. And I was very paranoid about that. And um, that was a very dark time for me because I remember that whole time, like, I was so certain that I hadn't gotten an STD and I remember going to church and I was like sitting outside of the church I didn't even go inside 
but I was just like crying in my car to God. This was, you know, when I was still a Christian and whatnot, and you know, not really practicing like going to church every Sunday, but I still believed in it. And I was crying. I'm like, God, please, I'm so sorry. I, I know I shouldn't have done this. Like, please, please help me. You know, I'm so sorry. Please, please. You know, and I was so desperate at that time. And um, it turned out to all be in my head, and I was completely clear. And, um, you know, even the person that had tested me, like, I, I was talking to them about why I thought I might have had something, and, you know, they were like, oh, well, I mean, you know, they, like, they were looking at me like I was crazy, too. It was, it was very weird, because I, I told them, like, you know, I didn't, we didn't have sex all the way, but, like, I did this, and I literally told them the things I did, and they were looking at me like I was crazy, and they're like, okay, well, you will give me the test and see what happens, and thank goodness that I was clear and, you know, everything was negative and thank God. But, um, anyway, that was my first hookup story. It was very scary. Unfortunately, I turned something that could have been a pretty cool vibe into a complete horror story all because of, you know, what was going on inside of my head. After that, I really did not hook up with many guys. I was too afraid and I just felt like, you know, this is why it's important to be in a relationship with anybody, whether you're having sex with another guy, whether you're having sex with a girl, it is important to be in a relationship where you both are tested, and I think we need to normalize people getting tested before, you know, they decide to have sex. Like, if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, you care about somebody, I think the first thing you guys should do is go and get tested, you know what I'm saying? Um... That way, at least, you know that, okay, we're both clean and we're both, you know, and not saying that the person can't go and cheat on you and, you know, go sleep with somebody else. Like, you know, anything can happen, but at least you go into the relationship with an understanding that both of you guys are clean. You don't have any STDs and, you know, you can have a lot more mental peace for that. Um, But as far as my sexuality goes, like... You know, that situation was cool. The sex, it was whatever. You know, we were just messing around. Um, it was uh, it was, it was, was cool. I mean, it wasn't... I, I realized in that moment that I'm not somebody that can really have sex just to have sex. Like, I really have to have a genuine connection with the person. I don't label myself as bisexual. I don't label myself as gay. I've been with girls. I've been with guys. Um... I will say with girls, it is a little bit easier for me to like have casual hookups and have casual sex with guys. There really has to be an emotional connection. Even with this guy, like we were friends, like we were friends for like basically a whole year we worked together before we had, before we hooked up. Like, you know, I thought he was cool. You know, he was a good looking guy and he, he was always respectful to me. He always treated me the right way. He wasn't an asshole. He wasn't a dick. So that's why I wanted to, you know, experiment with him. But um, I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, well, you're attractive, so I'll hook up with you. Like, there has to definitely be an emotional connection and an emotional respect, especially when it comes to guys. I feel like with girls, maybe I'm more likely to hook up with them based off of their looks um, before having, like, a, a real deep connection. But, like, with the guy, 
they're definitely when i say a deep connection i'm not saying we have to be like fucking soulmates but i'm saying like we have to like each other we have to really be friends we have to really be connected and there really has to be that you know mutual respect for each other before i decide i want to do this with a guy um and that's just my personal my, my personal preference you know people call that demisexual i feel like that should be the standard for everybody before hooking up with anybody i feel like there should be a connection i feel like um you should like the person and there should be some romance there i mean the fact that he even took the time to really like make his place nice and special and i mean that's a really cool thing like most guys would not do that especially guys with other guys you know guys don't even do that type of shit with girls so like the fact that like you know he took the time to do that like that really does say a lot about his character and the respect that he had for me and wanting to hook up with him and to have this experience for the first time and I completely ruined it by you know being disrespectful and accusing him of having an STD you know all because I was so paranoid and I was so afraid you know what I'm saying and I was young at the time and I got sick I mean it's it's crazy how I happened to get sick right after we hooked up but what I will say is I do have a very sensitive immune system and there have been times where I have even like just casually made out with somebody and then I'll start like coughing you know what I'm saying because I think it's the fact that their DNA is inside of my DNA and I don't want to sound like oh well I'm just so perfect and pure and you know all this but I am very healthy I eat very healthy I take a lot of vitamin C like I really keep my body a certain type of way I know my body and I'm very sensitive to pathogens and to the energies of other people not only spiritually but also physically you know it's the saddest thing in the world I can't even pet a dog sometimes without my hands like getting super itchy and having a rash like all of my arm like I have to make sure the first thing I do is I wash my hands with antibacterial soap and I moisturize so that way I won't be so affected by the um this the fur of the dog you know I can't just lay in the grass you know under a tree which I would love to do because I love nature but I can't because it'll it'll really affect my skin and I'll get a rash and it's the same thing with people I can't just be out here making out with random people it will make me cough even if you do not have a cold if you don't have mono if you're not sick it will make me cough having your germs in my mouth will make me feel like sick I'm not gonna instantly start coughing right away but I will go home later and I will feel kind of weird because your DNA is, is in mine so I really have to be careful when I hook up with people because like even if you're not sick even if you don't have STDs my body will react to it in a certain kind of way because I'm not someone who is very promiscuous I'm not someone that hooks up with people a lot I've never even had a boyfriend or a girlfriend for a period of time so like I don't know what it's like to be constantly exchanging my energy and my fluids with another person I don't know what that's like to be constantly in contact with another individual for me it's kind of like a one-and-done type of thing I've never been in a relationship I've never had a girlfriend I've never had a boyfriend and um, I mean I would like to experience that but it's like it's very hard for me to find people that respect me that are loyal to me that are honest to me 
unfortunately the standards of our generation is is it's gone down so much it's hard to even find friends and people that are respectful to you so for me it's like i rather be alone and i rather just be by myself if I can't have that respect and I can't have people be honest and people that aren't gonna betray me and people that are gonna be loyal to me, like if I can't have those things and those things are extremely important, then I'd rather just be by myself than have to worry about someone constantly trying to, you know, pull some sort of cloak over my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like life is too short to deal with toxic people. So, you know, that's just how I feel. Like I said, I mean, I would love to have a relationship. I don't want to make it sound like I have some ridiculous high standards. It's just that when you're by yourself for so long and you, you're you're used to being single, I think that kind of becomes your, your normal. And in order to meet people and to, you know, connect with different kinds of people, it's like you definitely see the red flags a lot quicker when you're so used to being by yourself. You know what I'm saying? And... I'm someone who's very happy by themselves. You know, I'm constantly working on something. I'm constantly doing something. I'm, I'm, I'm a very creative person. So it's like, I'm not, I, I mean, yeah, I do get bored sometimes. I do wish I had somebody to talk to, but I'm also very outgoing. Like I'm the type of guy where I will literally go out and I live in a college town. I will go out and I will find someone to talk to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people think it's weird now you know to communicate outside of social media but I'm not like that I mean if I see somebody in person I think are cool I'll walk up to and I'll start talking maybe that's a Leo thing because I am a Leo and we're known for you know being kind of direct and you know confident so maybe that's what it is but it's like I I think I wish more people were like that and I, I I think it's very sad that we're letting something fake like a fucking phone keep us apart from interacting with each other it's like oh well i have to see your instagram first and i have to see what you're about and i have to see and make sure that everything lines up and that you have these amount of followers like i i used to have people tell me because i um when i had snapchat i don't use snapchat anymore but when i would make a snapchat i would have people be like why is your snapchat score so low that's weird and it's like, cause I don't use it. I just fucking made this account. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't live on social media. And it's like now people judge you by something fake that was created by man. It's like, why can't you judge me for the person that I am? I'm in front of you right now. Why can't you try to get to know me and like talk to me over the phone? That's what phones are for. But instead, it's like, no, it has to be about social media. It has to be about Instagram. How many likes do you have? How many followers do you have? What's your Snapchat score? You know, what kind of TikTok videos are you posting? It's like, everything is about social media now. And that's not real. It's an illusion. You know, people can post anything on social media. You can be a fucking serial killer, but you make a social media posting nothing but, you know, videos about cute cats. And then people think, oh, wow, what a nice guy. You know, he just posts a bunch of cute cats and animals all day. When no, you're a fucking serial killer. Like, like, like seriously. Like, do you think people just are honest with who they are? You know what I'm saying? I think people that hide behind social media are the people that really have something to hide. But instead, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, you don't have Instagram. You don't have Twitter. You don't have this. You don't have that. There's something wrong about you. You're hiding something. There's something sus about you. 
And the only reason I have those things, you guys, is to promote my businesses. <laughs> That's it. To give spiritual advice, to help people, because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so that way I can find clients. Social media is nothing but a marketing tool for me, if I'm being completely honest. It is a way to really help people. And I do give out free content on my TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm trying to be more uh, consistent with the things that I post on there to really help you guys, you know, for people that maybe don't have money to pay for a session. Like every day I communicate messages through the guardian spirits that protect me and they tell me what it is I need to say for the world to hear. And whoever hears that message, I know that it's helping you. I know that you got the message. So that's what my social media is for. And then also obviously so that way people can get, you know, readings and it really means a lot when people book those services because this is what I do for a living. You know what I mean? And I, I really do live to help people and I really do live to do tarot reading. Like that's my passion. That's what makes me happy, you know? But um, it's just, it's interesting. But back to what I was saying about sexuality is I just, I, I think more people need to stop labeling themselves People need to stop limiting themselves and putting a label on everything. You know, I, I believe sexuality is a spectrum. And um, I don't think anyone's straight. I don't think anybody's gay. I think you might have a preference. I think you might like, you know, one more than the other. But it's definitely possible to be into, you know, um, different genders. You don't have to limit yourself to one. I'm not encouraging people to do that. I can only speak for myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I've always felt like if I meet a girl that I, that I really like, well then cool. If I meet a guy I really like, then cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, when it comes to relationships, like again, I'm a loner. So it's like, I don't, I've, I've not planned my life around the premise of being with another human being. So I've never had this idealistic you know, image in my brain or expectations for the type of person that I would be with. It's like whoever I have a genuine connection with, then great. You know what I'm saying? Um, that can be a dude. It could be a girl. So, you know, that's kind of my, my take on sexuality. But again, it's nobody's business, but it is something that I will use myself as an example to talk about because... I do have the blessing of being somebody who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, they care so much about what other people think. And oh my God, I could never say this. Like, I, I don't want to be judged. But it's like, dude, like, life is so short. Like, why do, you, why do you spend your life worried about what other people are going to think? We're all going to die one day. Why not just be the best version of yourself, the most authentic version of yourself? You know, I certainly do have insecurities, but it's like I'm learning to get over it because it doesn't matter. These are a lot of the things I'm insecure about are because of society, because of the way that, you know, society has made it to where it's like you have to be like this. You have to look like this. You have to talk like this. You have to dress like this. And if you don't fit into these brackets, well, then there's something wrong with you and you're judged. And, you know, every day I make it a priority to be myself more and more and to be open with myself and to not give a fuck about what people think. You know, when I came from, I come from a very 
um, closed-minded family in, in some ways, you know, very religious and homophobic and, um, you know, lots of different things like that. So it's like, for me, it was, it was definitely more difficult to kind of get to a place where I'm comfortable expressing myself out of fear about what my family would think and out, and out of fear about what they would say, you know. But I'm not going to allow that to be my reality anymore. I'm going to be authentic and I'm going to use my voice and I'm going to use my experiences to help people, you know. So anybody that hears this, if, if you like this, I would really appreciate it if you send this to all your friends and, you know, you send this around because I really am trying to get my voice out there. And like I said, everything isn't about views and followers, but it's definitely nice when you know that you're reaching people and that people are are connecting with what you're saying. And I certainly haven't been getting that much, um, that much kickback you know, on my platform, so sometimes it can be a little bit discouraging, like, damn, like, what am I even doing, like, is this really helping people, you know what I'm saying, so I would really appreciate the love, and um, thank you guys for listening, and, you know, I'll definitely be posting a lot more, but otherwise, take care, I'll see you later.